Coming to you live from the Chamber of Hunter Studios, this is Hunting You. I'm John Shelp. And I'm Leslie Reed. And you will notice the absence of uh, Coyote Hunt not in our intro. He is floating in the Pacific Ocean right now. I think last check trying to help land a helicopter, if I recall correctly. So he is unable to join us. Which is a sad day because we have an extra special episode. And tonight we have a very, very special set of guests. We have our executive producers, Brady Cannell and Felicia Aaron White from the Great Halloween Fright Fight on ABC, joining us to talk about the show and talk about home haunting and everything that we here at Haunting You are all about. Great to be here. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Um, we are so excited to have you guys because, again, this is such a such a great opportunity. Just to, again to to to, ha- to have you guys and to expand on what you guys are doing with Fright Fight, which is awesome. It's amazing. It's you know we've we know the the home hunt industry pretty well at this point, and it's so nice to finally see someone bring a you know a little bit more. Um, just trying to light onto it than the creativity and the innovation for some of those people. So this is, we're excited to do this. We're excited you guys are, are involved. Well, we're happy to be a part of your world. Uh, we, <laughs> we know uh, there have been home haunts around for a long time. And yes. we, you know, we realize we're sort of outsiders and are, are documenting all of the amazing work that is done out there. And we appreciate the um, the warm welcome that we received from the community. Let's uh, kind of just start with introductions. You guys yeah. want to go ahead and introduce yourselves and kind of how you got into this show and everything else. Uh, we'll start there. You go first, please. Hi, I am Felicia Aaron White. I have been on the show since the very beginning. Brady brought me on. Um, well, I should say I was, I've was i been on the Great Christmas Light Fight since the very beginning. For those who don't know, this is a spinoff. Uh, an extension of that franchise, the Halloween version 2.0. And uh, yeah, Brady asked me to come help just part-time temporary 12 years ago, and I never left. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. That's how the best jobs work. (laughs) It really is. And then uh, I'm Brady Cannell, and been doing, uh, you know, reality, nonfiction, documentary-type television for a long time, for over almost 35 years now. Uh, And... Worked on some fun shows, but I'll tell you, uh, spending a decade documenting Christmas lights and now Halloween haunts, uh, I can't imagine it getting getting any better. So really, it's a lot of fun to go out there and travel around the country and meet incredibly creative people who are oftentimes doing it with very little resources. And uh, we, we, we feel grateful to have something so fun to document and like you said john to share to share with uh, with the world awesome and yeah it's i mean i can only imagine traveling around the or the just the country seeing all the creativity all the all the people just putting so much passion into it i can only imagine how many cool things you guys have seen for the home haunts and, and the christmas stuff Kay would also like to pick your brains on the on the christmas stuff he's he's literally he's sick he can't be here right now <laughs> it's really really is uh because he is both our our fearless leader and kind of the initiator of the whole podcast because when he was out in Colorado for a um, educational sabbatical from the Coast Guard uh, we were actually able to put on two significant home haunts and once he went back and was stationed on a boat he wanted something to do to keep up with Halloween so we started the podcast and uh, we've been doing this now since what 2017 Oh man, something like that. Yeah, that so sounds about right. He's uh, 
he really drives a lot of what we do. And then John and I bring in our expertise, but he's also a huge Christmas lights and he puts on a massive show every year as well. Love it's, it. Again, it's really sad that he can't be here and we miss him. Terribly. It really is. <laughs> he, he, he sort of infects whatever he is working on, even if he can't do a the haunted house, the whole haunt, like he would, you like he would like. I think just a couple of years ago, he somehow talked to his captain uh, for one of his ships into turning the ship into a haunt. So, it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm surprised he pulled that off. But no matter where he is, he's going to find a way to to bring Halloween into it. Yep, and it's really hard to tell him no because he does. He just he is so invested and involved, just like all of the guests that you guys have had <laughs> and contestants that you've had on Fright Fight. Well, hopefully, we do many more, and he can be a, a bigger part. Oh yeah. yeah. I hope so. This is this is great. Um, so kind of, how did you guys get into television? Ooh, that's a big one. Uh, we'll keep it short, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like a lot of careers, it's, it's, it can be an accident, you know? It can kind of be an accident. But uh, mine was kind of this com- combination of wanting it and also an accident. I, I Last year of college, very last year of college, I started taking a couple of, it was a history of film class, you know? And I had to do an internship and completely change direction from political science and all that. And uh and decided to go head first into entertainment just in general. I didn't even know, you know, how to get started in television versus film. Uh, and, you know, certainly the, the, all the internet work ahead wasn't even on the horizon, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, just started working at the bottom production assistant and worked all the way up. It's been, it's been a great, great ride. I think Felicia's had something similar. probably. I, mine was a little more intentional though, because <laughs> I might came on the scene. Reality was like starting to really be a, a more formidable career And so I, I kind of purposely dove in. I thought, okay, this is going to be like making documentaries, but making money. (laughs) And and so that's, that's that's (laughs) of course, now you can make money making documentaries too. So that's a good point. Those, my, my, my first 15 years was uh, I, I didn't know one person literally I didn't know one person <laughs> who wanted to get into like reality and nonfiction television everybody was get, getting it, wanting to get into film or maybe scripted mm. television but uh, sure. it was it was not an aspiration it really wasn't as you know it wasn't until Survivor came along that people kind of went oh I, I, maybe I can make a living with real people working with real people yeah, yeah. It's, and it yeah, is there's, fun yeah. there's a huge demand for it that's just been really continuous Mm-hmm. since it kind of broke onto the scene so what was the inner inspiration and i know that you know, this season is really the second season and it's been able to be revived from the original show which was in 2014 so what was the inspiration to create the great halloween fright fight well either one of us could answer this but with christmas light fight you know of course while we were shooting the very first christmas light fight it was pretty obvious <laughs> that we could definitely do a halloween version of that same format and felicia and i both worked on on developing the format of the show along with the other executive producer max swedlow and uh it's a very simple straightforward format and so while we were out there people were like hey you should do a halloween you know version of this and we're like yeah you know duh. so anyway it turned out that um abc had a slot open that next year um in 2014 and they said oh, hey can you throw together a, a quick halloween one hour and we're like yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, we just quickly really quickly cast and and shot and edited that same year and uh, managed to get the one hour on uh in time for halloween and it was really fun and we could tell that it was a, there was a ton of potential there 
because uh, their format is rock solid and, and it applies to Halloween just as well as it does to Christmas. And then uh, it just, you know, long story, but basically it's, it's, it's uh, rare that, that any broadcast network has room on their October schedule because of all the dramas. That they sure. have. And so, right. so ABC didn't have that slot available in the year and then the years to come. Um, scripted was really doing well and then uh, it wasn't until this year that they said hey can you bring back that Halloween and, and of course I've been writing we've, <laughs> we've been writing letters and emails and making phone calls for nine years to bring Halloween back because because we were sick and tired of hearing everybody on the road asking us when are you going to bring the Halloween show back so this is the year and uh, we are we're grateful to be um, to be expanding the franchise to Halloween we hope it continues yeah I hope so yeah, too that's, that's great that it's some serious again. location <laughs> mm-hmm they, they were able to bring it back and really have this as, I mean, the two biggest holidays are Halloween and Christmas. And there's so much that you can do is with decorations um, and bringing people in and bringing people together. Yeah. Brady, you, t- you mentioned uh, the, the format. Can you tell us a little bit more about the, the format of the show, contestants, episodes, you know, prizes, anything like that? Sure. I, Felicia, do you mind doing it? I, I, I mean, I, we both know it very yeah. well, but I think uh, Felicia <laughs> would be particularly good at it. Yeah, so um, our Christmas light fight or our Halloween fright fight have the same format as Brady mentioned. Every episode, four families from across the United States and one time Canada um, (laughs) are visited by our judges um, who are design experts. And we showcase the haunts that they do on a normal basis and what they do for their community and at the end of the episode, the judge awards one of them $50,000. And uh, usually our contestants just put it towards their haunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I can I can so see that for us. <laughs> like, it's like, nope, we're putting this right back into it. Now let's see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. So many homeowners were on shoestring budgets. And it's mm-hmm. what, what can we cobble together? So and anything that we can get that's not required uh, to be used to something else is going to get directed right back into the haunt. Yeah. We, even though the $50,000 is a lot of money, it's, you know, for a, for, and it's, by the way, it's one in four chance of winning $50,000, right. Mm-hmm. If you get on the show. Right, so it's pretty right. good, pretty good odds. And that's uh, multiple episodes, you know, but we, it's a little bit hard for us to tell sometimes whether they are motivated by the money. Cause it seems like most of the time yeah. when we ask the question, they say, Oh, it's all about the trophy. You know, they want that trophy, <laughs> but I'm sure the $50,000 helps, but uh, you know, sure. it's hard, hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> no one's turning $50,000 down, but that trophy and that title. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I can, I can only imagine Leslie, if, if we come across that kind of money, Kay is not allowed to access to the $50,000. Oh, that will be no, gone no, no, no. within that, an hour. That I will budget and dole that out in small doses Mm-mm. because otherwise we're going to end up with thought. a household of animatronics and no space for anything else. <laughs> within the hour. Oh, yeah. Easily. <laughs> but a lot of our families also are really charitable. So not everyone just puts the money towards their haunts. Some of them... You know, we see it a lot with Christmas, but we also see it with Halloween that people like to raise money for causes in their community. And so I think, you know, people do this because they're passionate about bringing fun to their community and they love Mm -hmm. haunting and the the prize is just like an awesome bonus. um, Right. Mm -hmm. That's the cherry on top for sure. And I don't like, uh, Leslie, was it the Southern Maryland Food Bank that Kay got entered into a partnership with a few years ago or? just your the the admission at the door was like a you know some uh just the can of food something like that that they could donate to yeah, the, it was, to the food um, bank. it was our 2020 
our COVID hunt, yeah. which was oh, going to yeah. be this huge walkthrough, but we had to make this quick shift because of COVID and cool. turn it into a drive-by haunt. And one of the big things that we did with that is put up a bin to collect food for <laughs> the Maryland um, food bank. And John, do you remember how much we were able to collect just that one oh, year? Man. Oh, I'd have to, honestly, I'd have to look it up, but. I think it was easily 400, 500 pounds of food. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm thinking three or 400 at least, uh, conservatively. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's a big part of the of the type of haunting that we do is really, again, not just to, to bring some fun to the community, but also to give back. Right, 100%. And Felicia, you mentioned the, like, we have these four families on the show. How are the contestants chosen? So we have an amazing team, um, and we're lucky that many of them come back year after year. And they put a lot of thought and energy into searching. They'll search the internet. They'll search social media. They also go to conventions and recruit there. Ooh. And so uh, both Brady and I have been lucky enough to go to some, you know, both Halloween and, and Christmas conventions. And it's really fun to get out there and meet people. But we are always searching. In fact, we are actively casting, looking to see if there's enough great material out there for future Great Halloween freight fights. Oh, okay. So to our listeners, if yeah. you're interested, where can our listeners go if they want to um, try and get on the show? Frightfightcasting.com. So frightfightcasting.com. Say that three times fast. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and all, all of these links will all be put in our show notes when we mm -hmm. post it. So that way, anybody who comes to listen um, will have full access to be able to, to get all the information they need and hopefully give you guys more material to keep this going. Yeah, and it's probably obvious why we're casting now. Uh, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't do much good to cast in, cast in June. Uh, right. there, there, there has already been discussion about a season three. We, it's not a for a hundred percent, but there has been discussion about it. And so ABC okay. basically greenlit the casting, uh, right. now so that we can get the word out and, and really ask, ask the homeowners to, uh, and the haunters to, to, to get video. I mean, that's the key really. We can't go to all these locations and, and film. And uh, so everything sure. is cast is cast by video. So anybody who out there is listening, who's got a haunt and you think yeah. maybe you're good enough for Christmas for uh, Halloween fight fight, just get really good video. That is the key and upload that to the, to the, uh, to the application with the application to the website and, uh, and our casting team will look at it. And then we won't, we won't really do anything with it, honestly, until, I don't know, July or something like that. <laughs> sure. Maybe even later. <laughs> Makes sense. And, but, but we, we will, you know, we will follow up of course, if, uh, if you have a hunt that, that would work for a season three. Yeah. Right. It's all the... about recruitment. Later mm -hmm. in selection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Build, build your base just... and then like get the green yeah. light to be able to say, Hey, look, we I do have significant interest in, in having this continue, <laughs> which I think there really is. Uh, I've heard oh, yeah. a lot, even among the haunt community, this show is, very well recognized and everything I've seen is how excited they all are that it's come back. Yeah. We're oh, appreciative yeah. to ABC too. You know, I mean, there are a lot of, a lot of shows have been done over the years on TLC and other, you know, cable shows. And of course there's all the Halloween cookie baking shows, and all <laughs> sure. but uh, you know, fortunately, uh, you know, ABC gives us just enough money to, you know, to, to be able to go out there around the country and, and document the haunts in a, in a, in a, in a proper way. And I, we think that is, is doing justice to all the, all yeah. the talent that, that's out there. So it's nice if, you know, if we can, 
if the ratings can be, you know, can be reasonably strong, you know, especially this coming Sunday yeah. night, which is the 29th, October 29th, we really want people to watch the show or t- DVR it and watch it on Hulu. It's on Hulu. More people to watch it on Hulu, the better. Um, mm-hmm. So we I just, it's important that people watch it. Otherwise, they may not do a season three. So, so anyway, like we're putting the word out. Yeah, absolutely. It's and for our listeners, it's important to watch. So if you're thinking about entering, you need to watch because you may have to up your game. The we watched the first the episode that aired last week, and oh my goodness, that I have no words. (laughs) Beautiful. All all four of those haunts were magnificent. Each of them so unique. The the four families, everyone did such an amazing job with all of their builds and creativity, putting everything together. Well, that's nice to hear. I'm not sure, Felicia, you've probably gotten some feedback, but I have actually have not heard any feedback yet from anybody in the haunt community about the show that aired this past Sunday. So that's nice to hear. I've heard great feedback. And also from the people who did the first season nine years ago, they've reached out to me and said, not only are they so excited, we're continuing the legacy, but they were so thrilled to see how um, the haunts over the past nine years have really like elevated. So it's, mm. you know, I think it's all around. Yeah. So again, kind of to that point, what other changes have you guys seen from the first season to this season in this kind of expansion growth of the Halloween industry Mm -hmm. and home haunters? Yeah. Anything in your world, Felicia, that pops up? Yeah. I think the integration of technology has been really amazing and particular animatronics and custom built homemade animatronics is just out of this world. I think, you know, in our first episode, we showcased some projection mapping that was really, you know, a higher level than we've seen on either version of the show. Mm-hmm. It's just the integration of technology. I think some of the foam carving and whatnot, I, I don't know that that's advanced too much over the years, although it people do always amaze us. But yeah, we love the tech. I also noticed oh, yeah. um, on the Brit, uh, the Brit family, the, the lighting that they put together in their front yard was astonishing it was like professional lighting and mm-hmm. it made a huge difference you know i mean basically it was a yard that had a whole bunch of stuff in the yard <laughs> and it had, they had a, facade in, a facade in front of their house but boy when that when that uh that wall sort of moves you know and the judge sees that whole yard at first it was extremely colorful and very halloween and and yeah. it's easy to underestimate the impact that good lighting has so um so anyway i i, I didn't i don't think we quite had that you know 9 years ago not that it doesn't have anything to do with technology but that is something sure. that uh, that we that i think the audience really responds to on a, on a on a deeper level yeah that one was great because again watching them adjust the mapping and offset it just that little bit you can see <laughs> just how much it changes mm-hmm. and makes it look slightly off I, I think a lot of kind of what we've seen is all of this technology has been around for the entertainment industry in mm-hmm. you know to, to varying degrees but it's finally reaching the point where either the creation or the purchase of it is becoming much more accessible for mm-hmm. home haunters um, and again the technology and the software just to do light mapping mm-hmm. and yeah. what you can do with that um, and what you can do with foam and making these things accessible. The industry is taking advantage of it left, right, and center. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And then, and then at the same time, you know, the, the Herman uh, family, I don't know if you saw that, that was the, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was just a garage. It was a two car garage. Oh, Incidentally, and... I actually do know Sean Herman. Um, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> so Full that was, that was, yeah, that, that was that was great to see uh, to see his haunt on there. Uh, well, was... we've, we've been talking with him a bit to try and get him on the show. 
Oh, that's great. I, well, the thing that struck me the most is their commitment to authenticity. So mm-hmm. it's really easy, I think, for maybe even more so in ha- with Halloween than, than with Christmas, maybe, because you have, you know, characters and you, you can just kind of throw stuff up there and people walk by it and, you know, it's and it's it's dark and <laughs> you can probably get away with a few extra things. But right. Herman decided to really make sure that everything they had in that display was authentic. I mean, they literally go to antique shows and flea markets and find the real dynamite box. Like it actually is a yeah. box that has, says dynamite on it. They don't just buy some crate and spray paint, you know, dynamite on it or TNT. <laughs> they find the real thing. And I think that that, um, you know, when you do that for an entire hunt and you feel it when you go in there, you just go, oh, wow, these, these they really went for it. These people are like artists, <laughs> you know, right. put their hunt together. And so um, I think that's another another thing that I, I don't know if that's happened in the hot industry where it's sort of moving more towards, mm-hmm. um, you know, an actual authentic organic experience rather than just try to scare somebody. There's uh, definitely I, we appreciate that it. are, you know, again, that is something they want to build is that authentic experience mm-hmm. and really kind of, you know, for, for, for us and for our haunt, it's grounding people in the story. Mm-hmm. And having a, a storyline that goes all the way through. But with that ties into making things, you know, period appropriate or, you know, thematically appropriate. And a lot of that does require going out and finding or creating mm-hmm. yeah. the right props, the right sets to really make it a whole experience and make it something as to set as you possible. apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the story, the stories are really fun for us because we, we, you know, we, we pass in advance and we hear what the sort of the story is and then we get there and it's, uh, it's challenging, you know, you, you, all your listeners should know it's, it is challenging to, to transfer some of these stories to television because it's a very short segment, oh, you know, imagine. it's just uh, eight minutes or whatever. And we have a backstory for like a minute and a half that sort of tells the, you know, the, the home, the home package for the family. So it's just a matter of minutes where we have to sort of the audience has to grasp, okay, what's happening here? Who's the bad guy or <laughs> whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So, so we, even on the show that we already aired and then the show that's coming up this Sunday, we did unfortunately have to truncate quite a bit because it was also good and well thought out, but at the same time, simplicity can, um, can definitely rule a roost for, sure. for television. Yeah. I think Sean um, and the Herman's haunt is a great example of that. It was a really concise, clear story. Um, mm-hmm. and, that was perfect for TV. Like it's just, it's right there. Yeah. Instantly get it. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and just, uh, well, go ahead, Beth. Uh, it just the the scaling of the four of the four haunts, oh, the size, yeah. technique, different styles. You, know, you could see you know, the McCabe family, huge, huge walk through all these animatronics. You have the Herman family. Just here's our haunt. Here's our story. <laughs> the Dunahee family just each different you know fairy tale and how it's brought together and how they used characters was fantastic and then just the the wicked manner again the beauty of that facade and how they all put that all together yeah. well in the the storybook hollow is the one i wanted to to bring up. i hadn't seen one where that that was such a unique theme that they had and then just to go through there and watch it and realize that almost all of that is was made by the family so uh, much yeah. of that, I, you just see, man, you could, I bet they picked this up at, you know, Home Depot or Spirit or something like that. It's just like, this is all made by the family. That's incredible work. Yeah. It just, it goes to show you that, uh, and then like McCabe, you know, on, on the flip side, a lot of that was purchased. There's no doubt about it, but the way it was handled and the way it was sure. laid out and the whole thing, Absolutely. it all worked out. It worked out great. So it just, you know, for, again, for your listeners, it's like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be 
if as long right. as whatever you're gonna do, do it to the max. And I'll tell you, the Donahue family really, really put a lot of work into that. I mean, yeah. she when I walked up to that that um, the dragon, uh, the, the first dragon that we walked up to, <laughs> and I looked at it up close. I'm like, oh my god, she carved that. Like it must have taken months to carve. Yeah. That dragon, and then she did multiple dragons, and then there were all these other things that she carved. She carved a Jack and the Beanstalk beanstalk that goes all the way up, and she's using <laughs> you know pool noodles and all these and rebar and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you are an are an artist, a true artist, yeah. like Burning I'm Man sure. kind of level like artist. <laughs> and uh, and I thought she, I just was really impressed, and she was so humble about it. And it was easy to underestimate the amount of work and talent and time mm-hmm. that was put it was put into that because it was you just walk by and you figure oh some you know Imagineers from Disney came over and put this together for her but no she did it all herself. <laughs> Disney, if you're looking, yeah, seriously. Her way. Disney, you know, all of these all of these individuals in in our industry are just so creative and clever with mm-hmm. taking tools and materials that they have access to and turning them into these just magnificent creations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait till you see the next episode. It's um, it's there's a couple of <laughs> like I, I, I can tell you there's a there's like a ride there's a ride in one of the nice. in a house oh, <laughs> around excellent. a house and through a house. It's it's unbelievable that anybody any home owner could even conceive of it and then actually execute it. It's fantastic. And any time they it it makes you forget this is a house. This is a residential <laughs> residential <laughs> location. But right. actually, that's a. It's, Speaking of reminding our listeners, that's an excellent point. So you mentioned the next episode. That's that's next Sunday, October 29th, correct? At 10 Eastern, 9 Central? Yes. Yep, that's right. 10 o'clock p.m., which is not a great time slot. But, we, you know, we, we, we know you're, all your listeners are going to tape it and, or DVR it, so that's good. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our community, they're a, let's see, they're a, they're a late uh, listening bunch. I think they'll, they're a bunch of night owls. They'll, they'll tune yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, again, well, especially for, for a show that just – highlights our industry and the home yeah. haunting industry in such a positive and supportive manner. Really, really beautiful what you guys are doing. So are Absolutely. we just doing two episodes this season or how many episodes are we, are we on? Are we on? That's correct. Yep. This is two okay. of two coming up this Sunday. And so, uh, yeah, it was, we, were, we were happy to do that. And, and we would of course love to do more in future years, but that probably, you know, just behind the scenes that light would be unlikely to happen on ABC that they would mm-hmm. give us six hours, you know, or something like that, sure. which, like they do with Christmas Life Night. So there's always a, a possibility of migrating to one of the one of the uh, Disney owned streaming platforms. Yeah, that's sort of the uh, the hope. Mm-hmm. And that's a yeah. And if you if you do for our listeners, if you do happen to miss that on ABC, it is streaming on Hulu. So make sure to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. honestly, I'm gonna have to watch it a few more times because <laughs> right. the sheer number of ideas that kept coming to me watching all of these other haunts was just so exciting. <laughs> I was hitting that rewind like the 10 seconds button because I was writing notes and then I pop up and I see something different like oh wait hold on I need to go rewind that that. again I love that that's so fun that's great well you know there's certainly there's certainly no shortage of uh of haunts out there I mean you maybe you guys have an idea of how many home haunts are like in the country but it's got to be in the thousands and thousands and thousands right oh Oh, yeah even if you just do you know, significant decorations of yard haunts. My neighborhood alone, <laughs> there's easily 20 to 30 people who have, you know, not quite as elaborate as what we're seeing on Fright Fight, but definitely have just these fantastic displays built up that they, you know, clearly put a lot of time and energy into. Oh, yeah. 
it's it's amazing and it's it's leslie it's like you said it's so nice to see this attention paid to this section of the industry you see so many like adjacent kind of show like the ba- the halloween baking the halloween you know decorating for the the actual haunted houses you see so many things are like God, we're so close to getting that spotlight and then this this just shines it on the industry and we just it's amazing we love it and it showcases everyone's creativity mm-hmm. and we really um, hope it inspires people like you don't have to do a full-on home hunt i personally decorate what i feel i can do to the max every year and <laughs> and like watching this show gave me so many ideas and i even tried to do one thousandth percent of what you know <laughs> thought the Dunningham house was and it's but it's inspiring and it's exciting and um, we hope that we bring a lot of ideas to people and and that they go and look at their neighborhood haunts more and appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Lisa's being humble. She throws a rock and Halloween party every year. It's tomorrow night. Very exciting. Tomorrow night, I'm putting you to work on the. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, Keone here. I had to cut in for just a moment because as I was editing, I realized that they were having so much fun, they didn't actually put in a commercial break. But we have to take a commercial break. So let's take a moment, hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back with Brady and Felicia. I, uh, we tried to, we decorated our place a little bit for Halloween. I was told by my, my three-year-old that there, we need more spiders. Apparently there's not enough. I, I turn around and by the time I do, he's attacking me with the spiders we have. <laughs> and clearly, clearly he needs more spiders. He, well, I can just see when he's old enough, I'm going to come home and see that he's gone and I'll know he's been drafted to help build the haunt. <laughs> I know that that's in the future. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's such a great way to bring you know friends and family together. Like, hey, let's go build this and put this together, and then everybody gets to have a say and participate and support each other. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that's, that's why I loved thing. like all the families that were doing this. It's just mm-hmm. it's such regardless a of how you know involved and excited they are, they're all coming together to support each other and to you know create these just magical experiences. Well, and it's funny because I know we've been asked in the past, like, why do you guys, why do you do this? Why do you set this up? And uh, that's the underlying thing. It's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a good time. And you get to spend time with people that you, that you care about while doing it. It's not too many things better than that. Yeah. I also think you you probably feel a little obligated to the kids in the community, the kids in the neighborhood. Like, like, oh my gosh, if you didn't do it, just how how would you feel? You know, all these kids expecting to see your haunt again. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. um, We actually, our primary haunt is usually based in Maryland, but since Kay's now working on the West Coast, we've mm-hmm. we've had a number of his neighbors and members of his community <laughs> be like, "Are you guys doing the haunt this year?" And every time we'd be like, "No, not until maybe next year when hopefully we'll mm-hmm. be back in the area." So it's a uh, it's something that you know they've really looked forward to, and are I think again you know once once back in Maryland and building <laughs> everyone's going to be so excited to have that back. It's so funny how the parents of the, the, you know, kids get so into it, get so obsessed with, you need to have it back. We want you to come back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, we'll be around as long as 
ABC wants us or somebody wants us to make an episode that sounds like with the thousands of haunts out there and <laughs> the enthusiasm we could be we could be doing a decade just like we've done Christmas. So we we, uh, we hope that all happens. Yeah, easily and and you know, hunting you is happy to help you know reach our oh, our yeah. listeners and again, guys, if you've got something and you're proud of it and you all should be, <laughs> videotape it and send it in. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely no reason not to. I will say to all the listeners, it is very, very important when you take video footage, you need to hold your phone horizontally so that it matches the shape of a television. Do not film vertically so that it's perfect for TikTok. That is not what we use. Ah, that's, so that's a good tip. Very important to hold your phone horizontally. Um, it actually will increase your chances of getting chosen because if we have two displays that we like equally as much, but one has good footage and one doesn't, guess which one we're going with, right? We need yeah, the horizontal footage. So yes, please, please, please. That's like the number one mistake we get when people apply online. Um, and we need video, not just photos. Good. That, other... that is a great note. Yeah. What other suggestions can you give to to our haunters to, yeah. you know, again, highlight better highlight their haunts to have a chance to get on the show? One of the things that we we run into on the Christmas show is that they, they the, enough thought has not been put into the the specific I don't want to say theme, but something specific mm-hmm. that we can mm-hmm. get a handle on, the audience can get a handle on. Like, let's say if you're doing Christmas lights and you just want to do all blue blue lights, you know, like okay, right, just that alone makes you stand out from all the others. If you just do a, a traditional light show, you know, or a traditional display, it's a little bit hard for even for the ABC executives and for us to look at it and go, oh, that's something different that we haven't seen before. So the hunt, I think in the hunt community, it's a little bit different because you are so story driven. It seems to me so far, we're not going to have any trouble um, finding unique concepts. But if there is a haunt that's out there that really has just been kind of general, like lots of skeletons and lots of ghosts and lots of this and lots of that, and it's just sort of a mishmash and you don't have a – we don't see instantly, like, what is the theme? Like, what's your introduction to your to your segment? We, You know, we're the so-and-so family and we do X. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to I want to wait and see that because I, I, I don't know what that is or I haven't seen that before. So being unique is, uh, for me anyway, is, is very, very important. But it, it, it seems easier in Halloween generally. And I will say too, like to Brady's point, maybe we're not saying everyone has to have one theme throughout. I think in Halloween, there's also um, a lot of haunts that do like, if they're doing a traditional haunted house, each room has a theme. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's clear. That's a clear point of view. We have a traditional haunted house and every room has its theme. Um, whatever your viewpoint is, right? So maybe it's not as black and white as all blue um, or all skeletons, but it needs to have like a really clear point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just emphasizing what Brady said. He's totally correct in that that is what helps us stand out. So for example, you saw in the first episode, you know, we had a more traditional haunted house. We had a fantastical fantasy world one. We had, um, something with a lot of technology. We had um, something that was like small, but really mighty. And all of them had unique themes and clear points of views, clear artistic styles. And that really made them stand out to us. We had hundreds of great haunts apply. And if you did apply and you didn't make it, I want to thank you. 
Kristen and I personally watched every single application. Um, <laughs> shout out to Kristen, who does our amazing casting and is actually um, up for an award in um, oh. the Casting um, Society of America. Is that what it's called, Brady? I, think, I forget. Yeah, I think so. PSA. Nice. <laughs> We're proud of her. She's been with our with our team since the second season of Christmas Life. It's fun. Yeah. So, so even if you didn't make it this year, work on, you know, your video and reapply. And we're always happy to give feedback if we can't give individual feedback to all the hundreds of applicants. But if you're getting close, if you're like rapping on the door, we will definitely make sure to keep guiding you in the right direction. And the next episode has amazing themes as well. Like everything is very distinct. And some of them are even bigger than the ones we saw in the first episode. Oh, that's that's so exciting to hear. And we take nominations too, by the way. It doesn't have to be you, you oh, with a homeowner applying. You can, if you know of a hot down the street, and you can you can nominate them, or at least go knock on their door and tell them to tell them to apply. That's awesome. <laughs> we'll Speaking follow. of the next episode, can you guys give? I, we don't want to give away too much, but can you guys give us any any sneak peeks? Yeah, it's Tanya's episode. So Carter Osterhaus and Tanya Nyack are the fantastic judges for Christmas Life Fight, and now they're doing Halloween, which is great. I don't know if anybody remembers, but it was Michael Maloney and Sabrina Soto who actually did the original Halloween episode nine years nine years ago. Nice. But Carter and Tanya, the funny thing is, the sneak peek is that, is that they're just scared. They're actually scared. Like you'll, <laughs> you saw Carter fall down, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Okay. He, that was not, he was not faking it. He was so scared. He actually fell down backwards. That was such a great job. That was beautifully done. The timing, the phone is the focus. And then the (laughs) side, oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. Absolutely, absolutely so well done. You teach a class on that, right? (laughs) Actually, that is is a master class. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's that's a lot of what our podcast is, is taking all of our experiences that we've had and you know, the haunts that we've visited and all the research that we've done and building ours and saying, hey, these are the types of things that really help make your haunt that much more whatever it is that you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really the whole premise of of our show is you know, people who want to get into it, people who want to bring their haunts to the next level. We're, we're open for any and every topic on how to's, um, builds, designs, the whole nine yards. Well, we'll give you a little sneak peek if you'd like that we can just Absolutely. tell you what the four, one, what the, yeah. the basic concept of the four of them at one, it, the first one is it's kind of an animatronic Broadway show in the front of their house. Oh my goodness. <laughs> can I explain that? <laughs> and you know, you, if you guys know the the community, they're they're New Orleans. So uh, so anyway, they're great, and oh, it's a lot goodness. of fun. And Tanya oh, just has a big sm- smile on her face, and it's a great way to start the show because it's just fun. It's not even scary. It's just fun. It's actually, more fun than you would expect. Expect you're expecting something else from the skeletons, and all of a sudden they break out in song and dance. It's pretty fun. Then uh, yeah, then we have another one that is is the ride that I was telling you about, and that is fantastic. You know, as soon as Tanya doesn't know it's a ride until she's in, in inside, and she's like, "Wait a minute, what? There's a ride, and it, it's like, I mean, it's no, it's like a haunted mansion. I mean, it's really, really good." And then um, and then there's a full haunted house walkthrough. You know, full on walkthrough, classic maze with all kinds of things and and you know scarier characters jumping out of you and uh and it, it's just fantastic and what's the fourth one i can't remember the fourth one please said uh the very impressive pirate ship display oh yes oh, okay. i'm down right yeah. which is just front yard but front yard to the max man it is amazing oh my so, gosh 
Yeah, the, all four of them. Are, like I said, you can just tell just from by describing them, they're all very distinct. And, yeah, uh, and we had a lot of fun with them. And we just want to shout out, just in case any of the people who work who who come on Christmas Life or, Fight or on Fight Fight, we just want to thank everybody. Like it takes a lot of time to work with us. We are, you know, we're no fun. <laughs> you got to fill out paperwork <laughs> and you got to do all stuff. But but it is we just appreciate that everybody's just jumping jumping in and 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 doing what needs to be done for you know to be on television, to be on ABC. And uh, and it's just there's a lot of gratitude on our on our side for the cooperation that we get from the community. So thank you to everybody. And and um, I, I take issue with what Brady just said. We are a lot of fun. In fact, families <laughs> will email me year after year saying they miss us. We felt like part of the family. When are we ever going to come back? How could they possibly do it again? So once you get through the paperwork part, it is. It's like doing your hunt every year, except that you have this amazing once in a lifetime memento um, and fond memories. So, um, so yeah, it, it is fun, although it's maybe a little stressful because you have to do it a little early. You have to fill out some background sure. and whatever, but it's all worth it. And uh, we hope we get a chance to do this for many, many years and, and showcase every single one of your listeners when they're ready. <laughs> that is so cool. We have to make a lot of trophies. I, we got to we got to make a ton of trophies. The trophies are two feet tall. Yeah. They're they're amazing. <laughs> when I everyone when I saw wants, that the first episode, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I kind of want one of those. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. need to add that, Leslie. What are the odds that knowing County's love of both Halloween and Broadway musicals that he passes out before the like during the first episode? He just faints from <laughs> oh, joy. Easily eighty five percent. I'm pretty sure that's that's a lock. <laughs> We are probably yeah. combining his two favorite things, so I, I, he's yeah. going to love that. I mean, at that point, I'm not much better because Skeletons <laughs> Broadway in New Orleans, you can't lose. No, <laughs> that is a recipe for success right there. And if you want a sneak peek of the next upcoming episode, which is this Sunday on ABC, um, you can go to Hulu, watch last week's episode is it last week or was it this i guess it's technically still this week's episode mm -hmm. um, and at the very end there's a sneak peek and you get to see a little bit of what's coming your way get another and reason we're to gonna watch be, it on hulu right yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say you need it you need a couple of watches so schedule yourself for a couple a couple of viewings uh, we'll make sure that i know we have a copy of that so we'll make sure we put that on all of our socials um you can You'll be able to look at it on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash hunting you. Uh, we'll put it up on Instagram as well, which we're at hunting university and our YouTube channel at hunting you. Throwing those out there before I forget. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's going to be so much fun. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I, again, I can't tell you just how excited we are that, you know, the show is back and that you guys were able to come on our show um, and come on our podcast because this is, this is really what, you know, we're all working towards. And, you know, even though Kay can't be here, this is his dream is to, you know, build these haunts and, you know, his, again, his goal is to go pro and mm -hmm. how you mm -hmm. do that is doing all of our trial and error by being home haunters and amateurs. Exposures, you know, exposure is a funny thing, isn't it? I mean, whether it's online or on a TV show, we've had people from Christmas Light Fight have definitely gotten job offers and are currently in a career because of being on our show. And that's pretty yeah. fun for us. It's like, wow, okay, we they just took their hobby and 
you put it in front of a lot of people and uh, you never know who's going to be watching. So I would imagine there are a lot of people in the hunt community who have been out there who are like, can I do this for a living? Like, can I, can I figure out a way to make money at this? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that is the dream. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it definitely helps to, uh, to have, you know, a a, a really professionally produced, you know, segment to really show off the talent. And uh, we hope that we Mm -hmm. wish everyone the best in in their futures. That's another thing I really liked about how you guys shot the, all the little segments is every single one of them had some sort of commentary or demonstration about how they built or designed something. And again, just making that information accessible and showing this creativity of what they're using, how they're building this. And it really mm-hmm. was worked in so seamlessly just you know, from on, your, on the production side. That was just right here, here's the information and it just flowed so seamlessly into with everything else. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, our hope yeah. is that uh, people, you know, like Felicia said, and this happened on the Christmas show, people started getting into Christmas lights because of the show, like who had never had a Christmas lights display ever. And they were like, oh, wow, maybe I can start doing that. Or the kids are like, hey, dad, get out mm-hmm. there and your mom, get out there and do, do some lights. <laughs> and then and it's and it has happened numerous times. It's not like it was a one off. But we've had people who within one was like within three years got on the show usually it's like three, four, maybe five years and they get on the show. And so we, so Christmas is definitely a self-sustaining casting situation now, which is really fun (laughs) to see, to know that we can go on forever because, because people are being inspired and kids, you know, kids are doing it. There's one, McKay was 17 years old, right? That was amazing. That was great. That was so Uh, cool. (laughs) Yeah. We have one, uh, another uh, girl that's doing Christmas life fight that she started watching Christmas life fight when she was like two or three years old. And she's now on the show as a what an eleven year old, thirteen year old, something like that. Oh so that's, that's so kind cool. of that's, yeah, that's pretty pretty neat. So anyway, just uh, we hope that it, that uh, that happens with the haunts too. That people get into it, and learn from the show, learn from all mm-hmm. the things that we're demonstrating, and they take those those, uh, those tips. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, is there a place where people can go to learn more about the haunts and the haunters on the show? Yeah. So I'm glad you asked. Most of our haunters have all been posting on Facebook with the hashtag Fright Fight. Um, And you'll be able, that's probably the fastest way versus just Googling them is if you go to Facebook, do hashtag hashtag Fright Fight, you will see um, everyone from the season, they're posting little segments of their episode and and talking about the experience. And so it's a great place to start following them. And you can learn all about their experience through there. They're all doing lots of news interviews about the experience. And those are being shared on Facebook as well. Um, I'm sure the other social platforms, but I think Facebook seems to be the easiest place to track it. Um, What's even funny is we have people from the first season nine years ago reposting again with a hashtag fright fight <laughs> talking about awesome resharing things from their experience so um it's a really fun place to kind of find Ooh. all of the fans and all of the contestants that's so cool yeah that that's i love what you guys are doing i really do and it is so encouraging encouraging to see that happening to, and giving everybody so many opportunities just injects more passion into an already passionate you know community so that, <laughs> absolutely so are we gonna see you? Are we gonna see you at Transworld, you guys? Are we gonna see you there? Possibly. Man, I hope so. Possibly. <laughs> uh, our usual haunts are um, Fear Expo and Texas Haunters, and then mm-hmm. Midsummer Scream. Those are the ones we've been able to go to most consistently. One or a handful of us, depending on 
who's available and, and work and schedules and everything like that. But we do try and make it to as many conventions as we can, given our, our own limitations of, of timing. We found quite a few uh, haunts from, for these two episodes mm -hmm. from Transworld. We actually, we were not greenlit for casting at that point. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and uh, AJ Rochester, who's our, one of our casting people, she was there. And, and we were like, hey, while you're there, just kind of, you know, put, go over to the Halloween <laughs> side, hand out some flyers just in case. And she got a bunch. And then, and then ABC told us that they wanted to do the show. And it's fortunate we had some, some, uh, some haunters in our, in our back pocket because of that. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. Yeah, the, the conventions are definitely expanding. There's more and more regional, local, and mm -hmm. other, other just conventions that are being built up mm -hmm. uh, as part of the industry. You know, Transworld is the big one for sales, but a lot of other of these expos and conventions have found their own little niche either in sales marketing or bringing home hunters together and generating classes. The, the classes at the conventions mm -hmm. are probably one of the most unparalleled experiences that you can, you can have, especially as a home haunter. Mm -hmm. 100%. Right. Well, we've found this community to be so welcoming. We're really grateful that, you know, we haven't had anyone say, Oh, you guys are do Christmas or whatever. Like everyone is just so welcoming. <laughs> And um, we both love Halloween personally, so we're happy to be in the in the world. Um, and so it's been a really nice transition to slide back into home haunts because uh, I saw an amazing camaraderie even between contestants. Like when we were trying to get them to say competitive things, like you know we want to win or <laughs> we're, we're going to crush the competition type of lines, they would be like, oh. Sure. I Oh, they're all our friends and we want them to win too <laughs> right? it's, it's a very collaborative industry it is. Right. that's nice. growing especially with social media and being able to share oh i do it this way oh you do it this way oh this is a cool technique to, to do it like this right exactly. it's, you know and no matter how many you know pirate haunts or skeleton haunts zombie haunts are out there each one of them has their own different flair and really the the industry is is learning that we can we can be more successful by collaborating and competing that's right that's right that's nice to hear and everyone's doing it for the right reasons that's the main thing that for me just as a producer who wants to tell stories about you know about people you want to know that they're motivated by the right thing <laughs> and it's just so and we i'm just rehashing it but it's just so nice to go out there and ask the question you know so why do you get into this and how did you get into it or why do you do it and and it's just it's always it's always driven by the community and and wanting to provide some some fun and entertainment, you know, to the kids and to the families down the street. And and that's just really heartwarming. And I think, you know, uh, I think the Han community should not underestimate their impact on on like not only just the community, but like the whole country, all the Christmas lights and all the haunt displays. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are bringing people together, especially after COVID. Those are bringing mm -hmm. communities together. Yes. I tell you, I, I, I happen to live on a street. It's it, Felicia said we're both into Halloween. I, I happen to live on a street that does a giant Halloween. Like we have 2000 people on my street walking my street oh. and we all do huge, you know, not, not uh, haunted, 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 but certainly we have like ghosts hanging across the street kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I see neighbors, you know, that night, only that night <laughs> uh, over each year. And I see their kids growing up and it, I think it really pulls our community together. And uh, I just think it's, um, it's just wonderful that you, someone would take that much time and effort to build something at the mm -hmm. front of their house so that the community can enjoy it and, and it has long lasting impact, especially on these kids. They see the creativity and they see um, the passion and who knows what they're going to go go on and do. Yeah, or so, big you know, compliments. Like our, our 
I mean, Keone's story is he went to a haunted house on his his block <laughs> yep. as a kid, went through it and went, well, heck, I can create something scarier than this. Right. <laughs> sure he did. Yeah. Better than this. And yeah, there's there's so many reasons that we're we're all drawn to the haunt industry, but. Mm-hmm. ultimately i i feel that our goals and our hopes are the same and that's camaraderie community and giving back mm-hmm. agreed love it love it all righty so we are coming up on an hour which is usually about how long we try and keep yeah. our episodes um is there anything else that you guys want to share about the show about what's upcoming uh, about christmas episodes that are going to come up as well what else what else do you guys have yeah, it's probably not a, a a stretch for your your listeners to be watching Christmas Light Fight. Uh, I totally totally can see why they nope. cross over. Uh, and, <laughs> I think they and will. We're just we're super grateful to be in our shooting our twelfth season of of Christmas Light Fight, um, which is really fun. Excuse me, the noise in the background. My Halloween costume's here. Actually, that's what that is. <laughs> I just ordered it from Party nice. City and it just got delivered. Something like waiting to the last minute. I know. <laughs> That's well, really funny. Can we ask? Can we ask what it is? Uh, yeah. Well, yes. Yes. It's a long story, but I have a black eye right now, so I'm going as a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's solid. Excellent. Excellent. That's well played. Great. Uh, great uh, use of natural makeup. <laughs> right. That's a. But anyway, Christmas. We just we we are grateful to be uh, to be able to document Christmas displays and haunts, you know, around the country and meet the most incredible people and all. I don't know. We've been to. I think there's only like four or five states that we haven't been to. So we're we're just blessed uh, to be able to to meet meet you all and see what you do and get inspired by you and spread spread your your talents. Very well Love said. It. Thank you. Thank you again. It's been absolutely fantastic to have you guys on the show talking about Fright Fight on ABC and Hulu. Second episode airs on Sunday the 29th. Do not miss it. And if you haven't seen the first episode, it is streaming on Hulu. Definitely take advantage. For all of our listeners who have home haunts, are you know building or putting them together or going to be joining us for planning for next year, get those ideas out there, get them put together. And for all reasons, for absolutely every single reason, Send in your haunts and apply to be on Fright Fight. So that way this this show can have the same longevity that uh, Light Fight has. That's right. Operators are standing by. (laughs) (laughs) Casting casting producers are standing by to watch your video. Well, thank you, Leslie. Thank you, John. And thank you for just uh, inviting us. We really appreciate being here and spreading the word. Yeah. Thank you guys for taking the time to to do this with us. This is, we were so excited when we, when we saw this, like, I, I literally I got the you got the text message from Kay about it. I was literally rereading it like five or six times. I wait a second. But, <laughs> is this right? He must have left something out. Something's off. So we we are just so excited to to be involved and to to have you guys on. We right, thank you. That you're all for home haunts, and that's what we're about. So let's mm-hmm. let's make more together. Yeah, excellent. So again, thank you both so much. Yes. Happy Halloween. Thank you. Uh, yes, and happy Halloween. <laughs> nice meeting you both. Thank okay. you so much. Alrighty. Yeah, you Thank too. You. Happy Halloween, guys. Hi, everybody. Happy you Halloween. Too. Bye-bye. Well, that, I think that went well. They were really nice. I like them. Yeah, and I, I love what they're doing. You know, the, the four families for the first episode absolutely killed it. Hands down, no questions. Four spectacular haunts. And I'm really looking that, forward to Sunday's episode and our final four. That, yeah, that woman on... That did the storybook, yeah, storybook hollow. Uh-huh. She needs to be the Disney Imagineer. 
Oh, yeah. Beautiful job. Disney, hire that woman. <laughs> Disney, hire all four of these families because their work is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be incredible. My only regret is we can't, like you said, we need to give some case somebody to do that we can't drop more F-bombs in there just purely out of spite to make him do that. But he's going to have enough trouble listening to this and I'm pretty sure every three involved. or four minutes he's just... Yes, he's just going to slam his fist on the table purely out of frustration for not being here. So that's yeah. that's punishment enough, I think. <laughs> we love you, Kay, and we're sorry. <laughs> it's your fault. It's your fault, Kay. You know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> supportive, right? That's what, yeah. that's what we're doing? We're always supportive of each other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was fun, though. We had a good time. They were, they were great. And I know we mentioned this on there. It is so nice to... For so long, home hunting is such a, a every time I tell someone I have a podcast, I'm like, oh, what is it about? Like home hunting. They tell me, they all they all tell me is something like, that's a pretty niche subject mm-hmm. that you have there. And it's, I know it, it really is. So it, it is, you see, it's, it's not. I mean, it's, it's kind of the same with the Christmas light displays. It was kind of this niche thing. And then you keep seeing how it's grown and grown and grown as people mm-hmm. realize that it doesn't have to be terrifying. It doesn't have to right. be, you know, piss your pants scary it can be dancing <laughs> skeletons singing broadway in new orleans which i'm really excited to well, see that and that's the thing you see the the story Hollow thing that wasn't like scary i mean there's obviously spooky elements but the goal isn't necessarily to you know make you soil yourself with fear it's you know they're they're telling a story they're showing off their you know artistry and the same thing yeah you got we we joke about this. I'm not a huge Broadway guy. I can't wait to see skeletons on Broadway. I want to see that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I need that in my life. <laughs> this really, I, I feel like this show is absolutely highlighting what we here at, at Haunting You have been talking about and advocating for, which is the sheer wonderment and creativity and skill that home haunters have, mm-hmm. and see this on ABC. And not have to worry about having cable to, to watch cookies on Food Network or HDTVs. <laughs> right. is just to have it be so accessible and show people really what we are in the haunt. And, you know, the first episode, it was all about collaboration and cooperation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what we advocate for. That's what the Chamber of Haunters advocates for. And it was so lovely to see that reflected in in this show mm-hmm. finally a product that gets us <laughs> you know <laughs> yes like, finally have it like i said you see the chris or the the halloween baking contests or the costume design contests you're like you're so close well even with that <laughs> you just go yeah, the, a little further kind of the other piece with that though with those those can travel you can bring everybody to a studio yeah. mm-hmm. to film we can't really right. pack up our haunts. <laughs> Not and so much. Somewhere, set them up and then hope that it works out the same. So <laughs> that Fright Fight is 100% on board coming to the haunts and seeing what they are as they are. It's huge because it, it, it's not something that can travel in. You know, I could take my recipe book and a funny hat go into a studio mm-hmm. and make a fool of myself baking cookies. Sure. Although that does sound like fun. It does. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time we had, Jenna, we talked about getting the max exposure for Arkham. Mm-hmm. And that year, the um, Comic-Con was in, was in town. 
Hence, yep. we looked at like, okay, how we know it would be expensive, but how much would a you know a space about the size we be. need for Arkham? Yeah, so just for fun, just floating it out there. How much <laughs> would that space be? I don't remember what it was, but it was it enough was... that we both laughed so much. Yeah, <laughs> about know. how what did uh, what did uh, Nick Fury say? Hilariously outgunned in Avengers. That's about how it goes. That's, that's yeah. how it was. Plus, I think we would also, if we wanted to make money, you'd have to pay for the rights for Batman. Yeah, no, not, not feasible. Seemed, Paul Dini seemed willing to give me the rights for Harley. That's true. We should ask him. <laughs> we should ask him. Could you make some calls, Paul? Just help <laughs> just us out. Far, just, just for a night. Can you license right? her out to me? <laughs> Oh my god! If they did that, you would—I could see you photocopying that like fifteen times and putting it in every room of your house at least a couple times. <laughs> of course, well, that's it's what I do. Harley, <laughs> uh, did, so, you did do great, Harley. Thank you. Someday we need to bring fun. that back. I had fun with that. How could you not have fun with being Harley? <laughs> I got to take candy from children. <laughs> you got to have the bat. You get the whole night. Uh, if you, yep. uh, for listeners, uh, we did it. If you don't know, for our newer listeners, we did an Arkham Asylum Haunted House. Go, go on our social media. We have pictures of all of it, some videos. Uh, Leslie was an inspired Harley Quinn that even won some great from uh, Harley Quinn's creator, Paul Dini, even said she did a fantastic job. So if, uh, if you are new or you missed some of our earlier episodes, head over to our social media and check out some of those pictures. It's we did we outdid ourselves that year, if I do say so myself. We're getting we're building quite a quite a quite a repertoire here. And to any new <laughs> listeners who found us because of Fright Fight, welcome. Ooh. Absolutely excited to have you here. And yes. hopefully you will continue listening to us and hopefully this episode and all of our others will inspire you to keep listening and keep building your haunts. Yeah, absolutely. We have a good time. So give us a few listens and we'll hope we can keep you educated and entertained. That is our aim. Entertainment and education. And that. <laughs> Only if it's I can It's been like three or four episodes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh I didn't say oh. anything. I just said it was as long as I get power tools. So uh, again, to all of our new listeners as well, this was an unplanned episode, but very excited to have had it. <laughs> and tune in on Halloween. We are dropping our second annual Halloween scary stories episode. Oh, it's going to be a good time. It's a good yeah. month. It's a good month for us. It is. It is. And uh, for everyone who's still building <laughs> or getting ready to go live this weekend, oh. absolutely the best of luck to you. Mm-hmm. you you've got I'd this. Say that, I was going to say, I'd say we'd never find ourselves in that position, but that's a filthy lie. So. <laughs> oh, that's beyond a filthy lie. We're uh-huh. still fixing things night of. <laughs> uh, getting, I just remember getting that fog machine. Like, how, how long before we open? Well, like an hour. <laughs> we can make it. <laughs> Must save oh, Lord. fog machine. <laughs> Uh-huh. But yes, absolutely. Best of luck on the hunts. Send us pictures. Send us videos. And send them into to, to, yeah. to Fright Fight. Yes, absolutely. Like I said, if you are picked, if and I know they get a lot of submissions, but if you're picked, you have a one in four chance of winning $50,000 and that amazing trophy and the title. I, I mean, I'm in that same boat, kind of like Felicia mentioned. Yes, $50,000 is great, but man, that trophy looks cool. It does. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us Facebook.com slash haunting you, Instagram at haunting university, YouTube 
at Clinton U, and you can find the podcast anywhere where podcasts are hosted. We are easy to find, easy to listen to, and thank you for being with us. And if you're new, hopefully you enjoy and keep listening. We love yeah. having you here. Yeah. Oh, what does Kay say? What's his, what's his, oh, happy haunting. I should know that by now. <laughs> From all of us here at Haunting U, happy haunting. We are incredibly thankful to all the sponsors who make this show possible, particularly our premium sponsors, the Chamber of Haunters and Fear Expo. You can learn more at chamberofhaunters.com and fearexpolive.com. Check out the Haunting You podcast at hauntingyou.com for more information on everything that we do. Haunting You is a production of the Rocky Mountain Home Haunters, LLC. All audio clips and sound effects are used under a Creative Commons attribution or public domain license from Purple Planet Music at purple-planet.com or the Sound Bible at soundbible.com. Please see the show notes for more information on all the clips used in this episode.